What's up? What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Why Not Money. It's your boy Chibi B, Chick Cuts, um, and welcome back. Um, I'm really excited. I feel like I'm getting more and more comfortable with um, going about my podcast or my senior thesis project. I feel like I, I don't really know how to talk to the camera too much, but I feel like I'm easing my way through and it's really becoming more of, it's becoming more of an easier process to create these kind of videos and not be shy and nervous because in person, like I'm not shy and nervous at all to talk to people, which is kind of, I don't really see myself and I don't really know what I'd sound like in these videos until like I literally start editing them. But that's beyond the point. If you're new to this podcast, this is my senior thesis project about financial literacy for young adults. Um, I'm really sharing my personal experiences with y'all, my other companions, young adults, everybody who's interested in learning about money and taking control over their life. Um, This is what the podcast is really just going to be sending around. So if you're new, make sure you subscribe, share this to a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Uh, And in this video, we're really going to be talking about saving and budgeting and why it's so important that you really start practicing these steps and these um um these why am i blanking on these things you're practicing these skills at a younger age that way as you get older these things happen with ease um so for me saving has been a very big part of my life these past couple of years i was as i mentioned if you're new to this podcast i have my own business trade cuts um so i'm an entrepreneur i'm a barber Um, And it's really been taking off these past couple months and learning how to save and budget my money um, is really definitely something that being a business owner has helped me in life. Uh, I know where my money is. I know how to control it. I know what to spend my money on and how to keep it as well. So that it, it wasn't always like that in my life. I feel like I had to go through some very like hard experiences and stuff like that so I can actually you know, be able to save my money because before I used to just like get money as a barber and I go buy the newest shoes that come out or I go buy the video game or I go buy McDonald's every single night after I finish cutting, you know, and things like that pile up. And then when you go and you uh, look at your books at the end of the month, you'd be like, oh, wow, I spent $400. I could have saved that easily. I could have eliminated this and this if I set my budget correctly and if I saved correctly. Um, one thing that really influenced me to start saving is this book called, is this book called, let me take my allergy medicine real quick. It's kind of, kind of crazy. I'm going crazy out here with these sneezes and stuff like that. I don't really want y'all to hear these, but what really made me start saving was reading this book called the richest man in Babylon. And if you are familiar with the richest man in Babylon, it's a book about acquiring wealth and making Make turning yourself into something from nothing, so you're coming from nothing, but you're using these these rules um, and discipline to help you get where you need to be in life. So, I the main thing that I really took away from this book was that um, even though I'm young, um, it was there was this part in the book where it talks about saving ten percent of what you make. Um, you might think, oh, ten percent, oh, that's not a lot of money. But when you're a young adult, let me tell you the cheat code that I, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I wouldn't tell you a, I wouldn't tell you a lie. You feel me? I might tell you a joke, but I'd never tell y'all a lie. Like I really took that book and I just flipped it into something like totally different. Like I took, like it, it was like, it was literally like a broken cheat code. So let me tell y'all what y'all have to do. 
most of y'all are like 18, 19, 20, you know, it might be a little older, you know, I'm just assuming. Um, and most of us still live with our parents. So that means that one expense in life, you feel me? You're not really paying to, you're not paying rent. You're not paying your parents mortgage unless like you have to, you know what I'm saying? But what percentage of people is actually doing that as young adults? So what I found is that I live with my mom and my dad. They said, you don't have to help contribute to these things. You know, like my dad made it very known, made it very clear that he's here to help until, you know, he, until I'm old enough and I have something more established, he can't help me no more. You know what I'm saying? But he's going to be there every step of the way and make sure that I can keep my expenses low each and every month. So the cheat code is when you make 100% of your money, right? You're automatically going to get your tax taken out of. If you're an entrepreneur, you got to pay your taxes. You got to keep that separate. So now you're taking home your, your, your gross pay now. You know what I'm saying? Like the pay that you actually that you actually get it into your bank account. So you're going to look at it at 90% you want to keep, the book says. And then well, 90% is going to be to going to going about your expenses and all these things. But that 10%, is what you're gonna keep and you're gonna save and you're gonna invest in it. And you can break that 10% down in various ways. And it's okay to have little baby steps. Not everyone's gonna be able to save $1,000 a month. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you have to be able to control that 10%. But for me, what the cheat code was, is I knew that I didn't have any super expenses. So I didn't buy that new car that I wanted. I didn't go buy that used car that I wanted. And I kept to myself. And I, even though I'm tempted to go buy these things, I'm not gonna do it. Um, and I saved 90% of my money and only about, let's say like I, I saved 80% of my money and I lived off of the other 20. You, you get what I'm saying? So it's kind of reverse. So now that I'm accumulating money way more, I'm way faster with it. I'm, I'm accumulating that gross way faster than just saving my 10%. I was able to do that only because I was able to maximize the opportunities that I'm giving. So if you were giving those opportunities, make sure you capitalize on those opportunities. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be able to spend all your money and then you're still in with your parents and then you have no money and then you go spend it and then you have no money. You know what I'm saying? You got to build that structure around you to have the discipline. Well, okay, I'm ready to save 80%. You know what I'm saying? And then the other 20%, that's, that's me. That's my investing money. That's what I can do. You get what I'm saying? So make sure y'all read this book called The Richest Man in Babylon. I swear to God, that book changed my life and my perspective about how money worked and what I should be doing as a young adult to be going into the path that I want in life. You get what I'm saying? So I'm really just emphasizing the importance of saving money from early. It's never too late to start saving money. You know what I'm saying? But the earlier you start, the better off you can be in your future and your with the wealth that you're trying to generate and stuff like that. So I'm really, really encouraging everybody to just start saving as soon as possible and read this book. Read this book and it's going to open your eyes. And you, you don't have to agree with everything in the book because that's the point. A book, you're not, with everything in life, you're not always supposed to agree with. So take the parts that you like the most and capitalize off of it. You know what I'm saying? So you got to practice. You got to also practice these tips as well. So, you know, have a goal at every month of what you want to do when it comes to saving. And Again, not every month you're probably going to have the same amount of pay, but you want to make sure you're structuring it. You want to know how much you're saving for groceries. You want to know how much you're paying for your electric bill, your Wi-Fi bill, your rent, your phone bill. You want to make sure that everything 
work seamless. And as an entrepreneur myself, what I what I'm starting to do, I'm starting to pay myself like every other business would pay me. Every two weeks, I get my paycheck. That way, when I actually get money as a barber, I don't just spend it, and then I have to go back and calculate. Oh, I bought this and that. I'm actually my own employee. I'm own. You know what I'm saying? I'm my own boss, but I'm paying myself like an employee still. You get what I'm saying? That way, I know where my money is going, and I'm making. Uh, uh, the strong foundation to help me when my business grows and I can scale my business to higher prices. Um, so that that's that's a little bit about why saving and budgeting is so important because one day you might have this this uh, horrific incident or emergency and you you need to have an emergency fund saved up. You know what I'm saying for. It. But you don't have no money because you wanted to go with a new Chanel. You wanted to go get that new sundress. You know what I'm saying? Like you wanted to go, you wanted to look cool instead of being cool for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, and what I want, what what I want young people to really understand is because I'm young myself. This is why I can like see it. You don't have to impress the internet. You don't have to impress other people to say you got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can impress people when you already did the work in the future and it's actually paying off and you can actually afford to do these things without trying to make it look like a stunt on Instagram or on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Like all these things are going to play out in the long run if you play your cards right. Um, many young adults still don't know what financial literacy is and the basic you know, skills of financial literacy. Challenge yourself to go out there and learn about credit and um saving and budgeting and loans and 401ks and all these amazing things that you're going to need to do when you get older. So don't wait until it's too late. Don't wait till you're 45 years old to start trying to change your life. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to be very hard. Like 20 years ago, you could have started. You, you, you could have started and you could have been on a different path than you are now. Because one thing about life is that it don't wait for you. You can't pause it and you can only live in the moment. You can't ever go back in time and do do something over. You can't go in the future and determine what the next move is. Whatever you do today matters tomorrow, and yesterday doesn't even matter anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to just keep moving on with your life. Like, you're never going to be able to see the future or the past. You determine everything that you do right now. And everything you do right now is going to determine your past a little bit as well. So make sure your, your choices... You know, or or what you believe in as a person. I'm not gonna say believe in what I believe in. You need to believe in what you believe in. You know what I'm saying? Because you gotta know who you want to be as a person. You gotta know why your character and your morals and your ethics are important as you get older. You you know what I'm saying? Like the priorities are gonna start shifting as your mind gets you know it starts developing and you get older and all these things. So make sure that that you are. You're, you're buckling down to yourself and being like, yo, I really want to change my life. And I really encourage people to start reading some books about money. Start practicing these things that, you know, Robert Kiyosaki had to say or the richest man in Babylon had to say. Just start practicing little by little. And another thing is you don't have to be rich in life. You know, like when, I, when I'm talking about financial literacy, I'm not talking about you got to make millions and billions of dollars. Like you got to come to a point in your life where you got to be like, do you want to take that extreme to be the most richest person in the world? Because to be the most richest person in the world, you got to put in a lot of pain. You know what I'm saying? That pain is crazy that you got to put in. Like to make a couple million dollars, you might get lucky here and there on your journey, but to put in the pain, you got to think, 
Is it worth sacrificing your time with your loved ones, with yourself, with other things that you want to do, your peace, your sanity? You know what I'm saying? So you got to think about it. Not everyone's supposed to be rich. The people who's rich, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I personally, like, came to the realization that I don't want to go to the extreme to be rich. If I ever come, to, is it, if there's ever a point in time where I, you know, become wealthy off of the things that I'm doing today and doing, you know what I'm saying, for the future, I'm okay with that. But I'm not going to force myself to become the most wealthiest billionaire in the world because I don't, I don't, I don't need that lifestyle. My lifestyle is kind of chill, laid back. I want to, you know, be in the woods, in the cabin, have a nice family, nice home. That's that's my ideal life. So you got to also remember, like, what's your ideal life? Okay, how are you going to structure it? Like, where do you see your future? Where do you see yourself in the future? Where do you see your, your family in the future? And you got to you gotta make sure that the people around you are adapting the this same mindset. Because you can't be around people who don't have that hunger within them to, you know, at least have a decent life with financial independence and financial freedom. You, you, you know what I'm saying? The, you got you to gotta build a table around you with strong-minded individuals, people who's not going to always agree with you so y'all can really build that strong foundation. And that's what I'm building right now. In the next couple of years, like I don't, I can see myself retiring in like 15 years, 10, 15 years after I'm putting all this pain and all this work in in my 20s because I'm saving, I'm budgeting, and I'm making sure that my business expenses and my personal expenses don't clash at all. You got to know how to, you know, budget out for your groceries. You got to budget out for your for your phone bill. It's super, super important. It might sound tacky. It might sound annoying. Like I was definitely not the person who wanted to do it. But as I see, as I started to see, it was, it's making my life a lot easier because I'm able to know, okay, this is how much I made. This is how much I got to spend. This is how much I got to pay my taxes. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, it's up to, it's, it's really up to you to, to change your life. And that's really what I have to say about saving and budgeting is that when it comes to certain things, you just got to know when is the right time to, you know, start. Um, it's never too late. But I, I really, my thought on it's never too late is it's never too late, but it's always a time where it is too late to really like reap the benefits of certain things. You get what I'm saying? Like it's never too late to start something that you always wanted to do, but it could be too late to reap the benefits of starting what you wanted to do too late. So that's what I'm going to leave y'all here with when it comes to saving and budgeting on the podcast, Why Not Money, with, your, with Trivi V, Trivi Cuts, you know what I'm saying, Trade Cuts. Um, and I'll see y'all in the next video. I'm really getting more comfortable on this. And um, I really want to thank everybody who is tuned in. If you, you um, want to subscribe, if you want to share this to other people, um, even if you have other suggestions down below, my email will be you know, down there. Uh, so make sure y'all can send me whatever y'all want to hear. Um, and I'm going to get some guests on this podcast soon as well. I just really want to talk to y'all. Y'all can get to know me before I bring on any guests and then you got to have to, you know what I'm saying? Um, but that's, yeah, that's it for this podcast. I can't wait to be, I can't wait to see y'all on episode four. It's your boy Trey Cuts, Trivi B. I'm out. See ya.